0: So this is our projects list. Um, This is something that we're going to be coming back to every few months to um, set priorities as a community and figure out what we're doing next. And so right now I'm just going to read through the projects and I want people to stop me if you're like, I don't know what that means, because if you don't know what something means, you can't vote on it. Um, So first one is dealing with swamp gas in the basement. So this is that um, injector pump issue that we've currently, we're currently getting priced out. moving the tub that's in the master bedroom, uh, master bathroom uh, over to the main bathroom so that everybody's got access to it and we can start doing the remodeling work that needs to happen in that bathroom. Um, Next one is the goat pen and shelter getting constructed. Uh, And then there's the chicken garage conversion into agricultural space, meaning getting heat and hot water in there so that... (laughs) We can actually be using it for like egg processing and whatnot. Um, Faulty baseboards replaced. That's the thing with uh, the heaters that are in various apartments that are non-functional. We have the baseboard heaters needing to get those installed in the places that they need to be in. Uh, Electric up to code. This is a big project that's kind of all over the property. Uh, Tree and bush planting for windbreak. This is part of the permaculture plan. Redoing the shower in 10 forward. More garden beds. Basement bathroom remodel. Uh, It's kind of ripped apart right now. And so actually finishing that up and getting that bathroom really functional. Uh, I would like to
1: interject on that one though, because it's, the bathroom is totally functional. Like Sean re the shower, the the sink works, the toilet, we put a new toilet in. So it is aesthetically displeasing. And yes, there are holes in the ceiling and like a large patch of missing drywall, but it is, I think in terms of functionality, probably one of the more functional bathrooms on the property and that's it.
0: Okay, great. So I just added to it aesthetics only. Okay. uh, Our widths left. Okay, great. Thanks for that clarification, Sarah um okay so then the next one is the soft spot in the master bathroom floor another remodel up there so that's the work that needs to get done on this bathroom distinct from moving the tub so we've got those in two different line items because they seem like different levels of possible urgency and scale uh the floor upstairs in the big house finished uh, well water damage, addressing that well water damage in the basement. Um, Sarah, was that, that's the damage that's between like the laundry room and the main hallway. Is that right?
1: Yeah. Like from all of that flooding where that drain was backing up and stuff. Um,
0: mm-hmm. okay.
1: Yeah.
0: Well wow. Okay. The so wall between hall and laundry. Great. Just adding a little more clarity to that. Um, okay, tree and bush planting for food. So that's a distinct item from the windbreak one. It's another aspect of the permaculture plan. Um, so replacing are old toilets with low flush ones. And I think um, I actually moved that over to completed projects and sort of did like, we've partially done this and there's still a few more that need to be done. Um, so we've done the most urgent ones. Bird and bat houses. Repairing the hole in the back apartment, bathroom floor. Downstairs kitchen remodel. Pond construction. Insulate the tower rooms and bump outs. Painting the outside of the apartments. Front porch rebuild. Floor finished in office apartment hole in the wall in the office apartment and rebuilding that wall that's got, it looks like somebody stuck their fist through it before we got here, it's charming. Uh, the dryer replaced and or fixed in the upstairs bathroom, replacing the dog-eaten doors and uh, the door, installing a door between the annex and back apartment. Um, so that's what's currently on the list. Are the things that folks wanna add?
2: Deflector shield.
0: Deflector shield?
2: Yeah, for the for, for uh, Chateau Puckrow,
0: the oh. raptor, the
2: raptor oh, yeah. deflector,
0: raptor. Been collecting shiny things. Um, should we put the security, like alarm system, on here? Yes. Yes, that's the thing I was going to say. <laughs> okay. All right.
2: Oh, and I would like to add ladder to the tower. Okay. adding things that we want not necessarily yeah. going to see for a while
0: yeah mm-hmm. that's, totally no, that's a good one okay
1: doggo. what's up doggo oh we're talking doggo.
3: about where we're spending money oh wow i didn't even are I forgot to. About that? Uh, yeah <laughs> are. i forgot to add that to the um
0: okay to the agenda Let's not put doggo on here because this is more like physical infrastructure kinds of projects um
3: we're i want to add um doggo
0: pull wallpaper paper and repaint meeting room which was literally like we started doing it the first time we came to this property as the owners like we literally spent 40 gleeful minutes pulling starting to pull the wallpaper off that room and then Mm -hmm. nothing has happened to it since
2: (laughs) that is a Once we're all not uh, in isolation, I think a great team building project and group project, because if we all threw our muscle into that, we would have that done. Mm -hmm.
0: Sure, I think that could be a good winter project for us. Okay, anything else that anybody wants to add to this before we close this out and turn it over to voting for this round. OK, so let's do that. And let me ask this, for those who have done this already, um, was 10 the right number where it made you have some discernment but was enough that you could actually you know, prioritize enough projects that you didn't just feel like, OK, that sucked and was really unsatisfying?
2: It, it wasn't as bad as Space Cats Fight Fascism. Um, <clears throat> I think putting it at 10 is a good exercise in triage because yeah, (laughs) there's a lot of shit that needs to get done, but let's not eat the whole elephant and try to prioritize, you know, that all at once. Let's just take, you know, like the swamp gas, that's got to get done. My bathroom needs to get done fairly quickly. It's, before the, <laughs> the everything falls apart so we need to plant trees quickly and we need uh, you know a new well and we need uh, you know repair the all those things need to be done too so I think that this is a good exercise
0: mm-hmm. okay okay any other thoughts on that whether 10 is the right number we have 32 things on here so you get to pick 10 out of 32. okay Say that again? So there's like 32 things on this list now. And so you get to uh, pick 10 of them. So I don't know how satisfying that is to um, have 10 or if it's just more frustrating than it's worth and we should make it 12 or something. I'm just checking about how the process is working for people.
3: I'm going to tell you fascists, you may be surprised people of this world are getting organized. You're bound to lose. You fascists are bound to lose. Race hatred cannot stop us. Past battles tell us so. Your border camps and racist cops and greed have got to go. You're bound to lose. You fascists are bound All you fascist um, I think said, in, in general it would
4: be strategic for me you to hang out with the other players so I can heal them. You're or be close
1: by. You. Yeah,
4: but it looks like they're equidistant from other players, so I guess I'll just go to Space Vet. Since it had fashioned, we'll, have, it's to long draw. Way get
1: we'll have to draw a card though. We'll have to draw we'll a use card.
4: If I land on that. Okay, so I'm gonna play teleport and plus two liberation and rid the fascists from the space vet as well.
0: Alright. Yeah.
1: And then Revolutionary.
3: you would go ahead and roll. Only getting
1: rid of real factors. Five and five.
4: Five and
3: five. Ooh. So two oh, more a... on Dust Bunny. Two on Dust Bunny. All right. There are none there now. So, or there is two now, but mm-hmm. okay, great. All
2: right, first thing I'm going to do is restock. I'm going to draw four cards.
3: Two, four, three.
2: I don't have any fascism to remove, so I don't get that, but I need my cards. Let's
3: see. Wow.
2: If anyone's there.
3: Let's see here.
2: Wow. I'm going to play Meow Power, Mm -hmm. which for two actions you may teleport, then minus one fascist and heal one. Hmm. Ooh, I would definitely play Sharp Claws, which uh, for one action and one scratch, you may minus one Fashion from anywhere.
1: So then that's your turn, right? Because playing each yeah. of those counts. Of uh-huh. action. Okay. What was the second one again?
2: Um, for one action and one scratch, you may minus one Fascist from anywhere. Oh, cool. So let lets me take the mm-hmm. heat off. Six and a
3: four. Oh, six is gone to. Okay. So six now
1: Ficious has. Emergency!
3: Is now an occupied planet. And then four dun, dun. is Frostnip. Oh, I guess we away
1: take. A liber- mm-hmm. Yeah, Yeah.
3: So now it's neutral. It yeah. Dang okay. But no galactic news card. I'm still trying to figure out the. Each cat can take up to four scratches, as shown by the scratches track. You take and heal scratches, move the scratch marker to show how many scratches you have. If you would take a scratch but already have four scratches, instead you increase the fascism scale by one for each scratch you cannot take. Uh, you must also discard all of your new power cards in play, but that doesn't answer my question.
4: Which was, if we, you roll a fascist. Dice and it
3: lands on a
2: planet that a player is on. Player is on. I thought I heard if it was two or more, but I could be completely fabricated. Let me see. You're going to have to make the core designer listen to this
0: recording. (laughs) This is good feedback
1: for them. This This is quality Quality feedback.
2: Getting some rabid communists to play your (laughs) anti fascist game. Like, is it it's released?
3: it's it's a couple of years old, oh, wow. um, and uh, I first um, contacted Brian when the when the game was on a um, crowdfunding platform uh, to finish cool. it, and I said, "Hey, let's uh, after the game comes out at some point, we'd like to play it and talk to you about it mm-hmm. um, because it is, you know, it was made by this collective, and I want to know more about that and kind of more about. You know, fighting the fash. And some of us like cats in this collective. Uh, and I'm still looking. I don't know why I didn't... Because
1: I totally heard that. Um, we could. So this card, Cough Up hairballs. Balls. Whenever you play a heal one card, you may draw a bonus card. Uh, or immediate action, heal one and minus one fascist. Which would also be helpful. Um, but if we play that, then we could play... Both of these, and then we would still get a bonus card. Or we could just use that immediate action and heal one and take a token away. And we also have this one. Boxes for all cats. Plus one liberation. If I fits, I sits. No. We all fits. We all sits. I love this game. It's pretty
0: adorable.
1: It's only getting rid of real fascists for so easy.
3: What are you laughing at?
2: Maxwell loves to sit in his fucking box, dude. Yeah. It's fucking hilarious. <laughs> yeah, but all cat, all they boxes do. for all cats. Yes.
1: Boxes yeah. for every cat. Yeah. That's kind of
0: weird. She doesn't even like going in her box.
3: She's an anarchist. She is. An anarchat. Anarchy. anarchy. The
0: choice
1: of a box for every cat. Yeah. <laughs> Stockpile
2: catnip. <laughs> um, heal one
4: and draw a bonus card.
2: It's one of two, right? You don't have any fascism on your planet. Or do you? Oh, oh you yeah, can put you. you can play a liberation card. Yeah. Would
1: well, that and that takes away the fascism one of, or that takes only takes away one to... of the
2: fascism cubes.
1: Okay.
4: Well, we could also just play fight fascism and that would It would
2: go away and you can keep your liberation card. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah. We'll fight fascism? Yeah. Okay. And then
3: <laughs> nice. Right here. Right <laughs> the, three and eight. Right in the dog bowl. <laughs> three, three, and eight. Eight. three and eight. Okay, so Hot Rock now has three Ooh. units of fascism. Um, and Water Dish now has one unit of fascism. Mm-hmm. And did not land on any cats. Thank God. All right. Okay, so it is CJ's turn. And I will... Um, I guess I'll restock, which means I take draw. I draw two because I have two, right?
2: You don't have is to that... restock.
1: Yeah, you, it's an
3: optional. But you, you do. Can, up you to can you can use before.
1: your other cards before you restock, restock, and then you would get more. And then you get more.
3: Oh, I see. Okay. Yeah,
1: yeah. Because it's right. always up back up to four. How many, uh...
3: Okay. Uh. So this is a heal two, but I don't know that anyone needs healing.
1: Well, and you can't Reticulary, give it to, to us unless we're on the same page. I would yeah, have to. no, you have, that. Oh, no. You have that because you have the right, right, because you're
5: the, yeah. the smuggler. That's his thing. That's his thing. Yes. You could
2: give it to him just so he has one and could use it maybe for somebody. We
1: okay. could use it, but we're not desperate. Um, we're on two. Oh, we do, yeah. I'm
3: so I think what I will do is catch a ride on a passing asteroid and teleport... Uh, to oh wait that's not me that's you right there on yeah. uh, and teleport to, to Hot Rock okay. um, and then um, I will uh, oh by the way my heel to is Cuddle in Solidarity <laughs> uh, which is so apropos to um, here at Solidarity Collective uh, and um, and so but I'm teleporting to that planet uh, I'm fighting fascism so I take one, um, and I guess I'll restock and draw three of these. Mm-hmm. And um, these are great. Start free kitten education. <laughs> Heal one. Massive cat protests. <laughs> plus one liberation and cat saboteur, <laughs> oh, uh, which is one. a new power. So those I'll, are yeah. good. Those are fun looking. Okay, Um, I feel like Sarah created this game. Sarah could have absolutely created this game. Nine has one unit of fascism on it, and I have to draw a Galactic Galactic News news card. And the headline is, Breaking Anti-Cat Propaganda Spreads. Plus one to the fascism scale, and I take one scratch. Ouch!
4: Galactic News is anti-cat propaganda.
3: It is. It is. It's like mm-hmm. Fox News. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or it's or yeah, it's or InfoWars. <laughs> Let me tell you something about those cats. They're I, gay cats. They're, they're demons. They're all demons. Goblins. Goblins.
1: They eat fifty rats at once. They're coming for your rat you babies. Don't, you
2: don't roll those first. Oh yeah. Just shakes them up. Okay. Stop rolling the fascist dice, dude. You get to fight it first. <laughs> it, it reacts. You know
3: the the problem with those accelerationists, <laughs> is they sometimes roll that fascism <laughs> dice before too early the yeah, to before they it. have the means to deal with it.
4: Okay, uh, I'm gonna restock first. I have zero cards right. at the moment. Uh, I have a plus one liberation.
3: Oh, yeah, I guess we can minus two fascists. Yep,
1: because we're cooperative yeah.
4: hidden cash and cap, Food. New power when you teleport, you may draw a full hand or. Teleport, plus one liberation. Mm-hmm. Right, that, yeah, you can either have the power or use it immediately. Awesome. And a heal one, which is good. Does anyone... Hey,
0: nobody was saving these mushrooms for anything, were you? In need of healing? Mm-mm. No, we
1: just got them from the, uh, from the, uh, pantry,
0: yeah.
1: Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, same, same with the mushrooms and the cauliflower, both. You need know, to get,
4: get used. So my new, this new power, potentially, when I teleport, you may draw a full hand. I would need to use a teleport card for that mm-hmm. since I don't have a green right. mm-hmm. power. If you
2: had my meow power, you would
4: teleport with it and
2: then you would draw on your hand, but uh-huh. since I already got it assigned to me so I can't give it to you. I guess
4: since it's near the beginning of the game, it sounds like it makes sense to attach it to myself permanently. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I can use mm-hmm. it for the rest of the game.
3: And we play a lot of games awesome and we are also pretty anti-fascist so oh good combo so this was a good uh, a very good combo uh, <laughs> and we've got Brian van Slyke. I'm saying your name right correct That's correct you got it uh, excellent um and uh, welcome and congratulations on the game uh, thank and, you uh, and thank you for uh, making the game uh, and we've really enjoyed it and it has vexed us muchly Uh, (laughs) What three four games we've played now uh, We've played we've won once. Oh great. Um, But before we get there uh, We'd like to talk a little bit of politics and background and kind of what You know, this is so this is a very anti-fascist game and it uses a lot of really really well-known at least for you know for those on the left really well-known tropes and right Uh, and literary devices and plot lines and uh, and Mm -hmm. slogans and history. Uh, It's pretty historically accurate for being a game about the future. Uh, (laughs) And uh, so it's a pretty explicitly anti-fascist game. Why don't you tell us a little bit about how your experience and value system kind of went into making the game?
5: Uh, for sure. For, well, you know, first of all, thanks for having me, and thanks for thanks for playing the game. Um, and, and it's great to hear you having a, a good time with it. Um, so yeah, uh, we're, so Tessa, uh, my my worker-owned co-op that published it, um, we are uh, we're uh, a, a worker-owned co-op that um, produces uh, tools, programs, and games for social change. So we both work in house and create stuff, uh, mostly board games. Um, and then we also work with other organizations and build custom tools, programs, and games for them. But um, when we produce games in house, um, you know, we want to make games for activists, for people who want to change the world, and all that kind of stuff. Um, so we've been doing that for um, a, a lot of years now. Um, but uh, Space Cats Fight Fascism, you know, it came to um, the the idea for it came from uh, so in, uh, we, we ran a, uh, a crowdfunding campaign for a game called rise up a number of years ago. Um, you know, during COVID space and time are a little murky. So I want to say it was like, uh, 2016. Um, but, uh, we, so we ran a crowdfunding campaign for a game called rise up the game of people in power and it's a game about movement building. And, um, and organizing and all that kind of stuff and we were really happy with how it came out and we um sent and distributed it to people um and then a certain election happened and a certain person was elected um and people still really enjoyed playing the game but um shortly after that we were getting a lot and you know and honestly we still have the game for sale to this day um and still gets uh used a lot uh, but shortly after that um uh uh that election happened in 2016, um you know, people were just like a little were are just after playing the game, we're like just like, oh it's too real right now. It's just like uh is overwhelming. And so we were talking about how to make a game that taught that talked about because we really wanted to make a game about fighting the rise of proto-fascism. Um and that was 2016, uh before a lot of these things that have happened have happened um and uh, but we also wanted to contextualize it within um having fun and not feeling overwhelmed um and we and we were just having this and we we're spitballing and we couldn't figure it out and then someone at in our collective meeting was just like what about just like cats in space fighting fascists and we're like yeah you know what that's it um and at, after someone said that that's sort of how it was born um but we really wanted the game to about fighting fascism the rise of fascism Um, and uh, you know there's a lot of a lot of games on the on the in the world try to be you know both sides it and um, yeah we're not about that we're about uh, making games that are explicitly about trying to change the world for better.
4: Can you
3: talk a little bit about cooperative games and sort of the the politics of gaming and cooperative games? Uh, A lot of people who haven't played cooperative games probably have sure of what it entails and they probably think that it's you know kind of soft gaming um yeah and (laughs) space cats fight fascism is not fucking soft gaming at all Uh, um it's very challenging and it's and it pisses you off when you when (laughs) things don't go your way and yet it's a cooperative game yeah so this reminds me again much of the actual political struggles uh, yeah. that, we, that we have before us.
5: Great question about the cooperative game. So um, I'd say most of our games, not all, but most of our games end up being uh, cooperative games. Um, so, and you asked for sort of clarifying what a cooperative game means. And, and, and a cooperative game is, is, you know, largely this might be oversimplification, but I think largely encapsulates it is a game where all the players are on the same team um, playing together against the game itself um and so it's either the players win um or the game wins um and ironically enough um the most famous example of this is is a game called pandemic um which was obviously released before the current pandemic but it also it really helped popularize the ideas of a cooperative game a game where we're all playing on the same team strategizing together um fighting against the game itself and in that game um in that game you're fighting against a a, a pandemic that's breaking out against the world and, um, yeah, a lot of times when people, you know, a lot of people who don't have a lot of experience with games or whatever, they hear cooperative games, you know, the idea is just like, oh, okay, so we all get a participation trophy or whatever. Um, and it's without, no, it's like, we're actually having, we're having to strategize together. You know, the game is hard because, the, you know, you, not just one person has to win. We have to, like, collectively pool our ideas and resources in the game together to win. Um, and, and in terms of Tessa and our games, like I said, most, not all, but most of our games are cooperative and that just ends up because, you know, a lot of things that we have to do to, to like, you know, fight for a better world require cooperative solutions. And, and then there are also just like contexts where we don't feel right putting someone in the. Uh, as the antagonist in the game like you know we don't want a game where you can play as fat like you can't play as the fascist in uh, space cats fight fascism you can only play as the space cats and we don't want people to to be able to play as the fascist in that in this game because we are very clearly trying to say hey fascists are the bad guys that in this case the space cats fighting them are the good guys Um, So yeah, cooperative games, you know, are about collectively uh, working together to beat the game itself. And, um, and and in the context of our games about changing the world, um, we just, you know, we view a lot of the, um, the things that need to be done, um, require cooperative solutions. And, And then just frankly, also, we don't want to put people in the shoes of um, of the bad guys in these cases, there's plenty of games where you can play as people trying to destroy the world. We're 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 not doing that. Every once in a while, you wanna you wanna you know beat your friends at the table, and that's fine. Um, over the past couple of days, my wife and I have actually been playing a game that I um, is called Watergate, um, and it's not a cooperative game. One player plays as the Nixon administration, and one player plays as the um, as the press um, awesome. trying to. Uh, yeah, have you heard of it? No. Uh, Oh yeah, um, it's very interesting. But yeah, someone takes on you know, and, and when when you play the Nixon, my my wife actually said this when we play the Nixon game, the Nixon administration, and you win the game, you're sort of you're, she was like, it's a very hollow victory. You're like, I won, but I really wish I hadn't. Um, so um, you know, so uh, there, there's also a difference. You know, not every game, obviously not every game has a political uh, at least surface topic and that kind of stuff, but. Um, so yeah, I, I like both types of games, but I think if I had to just choose one for the rest of my life, it would be cooperative.
3: Well, let, let's talk a little bit about Space Cats and sure. uh, these folks can come in and, uh, at any time. The, the thing that to me is the most realistic feeling about the game is that how overwhelming it is yeah. uh, and how you just feel like the bad guys are constantly on the brink of victory mm-hmm. and there's nothing you can do at times and stuff. And that was the main feeling that I had playing it was that that very much reminds me um, of, uh, of fighting the real life fash.
5: Mm. What else we had? Dogs are, dogs uh... are welcome in the resistance. <laughs> well, that's
3: <clears throat> where are the dogs? That's our first question. Actually.
5: That's an, ex- that's an expansion. Awesome. What else? Yeah. yeah. Uh, there, there are some dogs in some of the cards, uh, but we decided this one we on the main game we wanted to focus very explicitly on the cats. But um, yeah, we're, we're we're tentatively working on it on a dogs join the resistance expansion.
3: Awesome, yeah, awesome. That should put to rest the question of what side the dogs are on. How, oh, oh, they are very
5: uh, sorry. I would never create a game where the dogs are on the side of the fascists. Sorry, that just is a non-starter for me
1: maybe there's like one salty dog who had like a right. really bad experience with cats and he's like a traitor dog because of his that's trauma. true
5: that's a good that's a good yeah there can always be there can always be traitors amongst us and so we should be careful about that yep. <laughs> yeah well
2: i um focusing in on the game i i agree with matt to the extent that it's kind of overwhelming i i look at it like um <clears throat> Fascism just sometimes just kind of blows up in your face like a mushroom and yeah. you don't have time to prepare for it And here you are yes, <laughs> suddenly you're yes. stuck in a litter box full of fascists and <laughs> things are going to shit So yeah, uh, I appreciate that. Yeah, I, I the only critique and thing that I had was the the idea that we can't move the fascism scale mm. like once yeah. you win over fascism, we, we never to get talk to, to, to you reduce about fascism. <laughs> and it's like, I, I disagree. I think that we could, you know, fight fascism at a macro level. What about counter, level. counter propaganda? Counter propaganda, right. culture like, jamming, like three moves, a scratch, culture jam, reduce fascism, get one. Yeah. You know?
5: <laughs> so the, yeah the, the thing i have to distinguish here is that not everything game mechanic is a political statement and i think sometimes like and sometimes game mechanics i just have to you just have to make mechanics to make the game fit within timeline time you know it it plays amongst a certain amongst of time and that kind of stuff my best example that i can give is um when i we were play testing rise up um um someone we were playing there's, there's different spaces in the game, like, you know, farms and uh, neighborhoods and internet and that kind of stuff. And someone played a card that was called like, you know, a massive march, and they were in the internet space, and it added um, movement power to that space. And they were sort of like, well, you know, why, why could I play massive march in this space? Uh, why shouldn't it just like be restricted to being able to play in neighborhoods, I shouldn't be able to play it in the internet space. And, and I was just sort of like, and honestly, at that point, I was like really tired. I'd been playtesting the game a lot. I was just feeling done. And um, I think a lot of, it, and it was just sort of like this this moment where you know, adding that idea where um, you know something can only be played and would have in that game. Like go to bed, bro. <laughs> yeah, it it, it would have been it would have been yes, maybe uh, correct, but also uh, it's a game. And I just like the game. And that would have added a lot of complexity to it. And it was just sort of like, I was just like, I don't know, use your imagination. And they were like, Oh, maybe a movie, a video about it goes viral. And that, and I was like, sure, nice. let's go with that. Nice. Um, and so, and, 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 and I agree with you, fascism scale can and should be pulled back. And at the same time, sometimes I, I just have to I frame it within that not everything is always like even though this game is a political statement, not every mechanic within it is a is a political statement. And sometimes you just got to do stuff to like make sure a game doesn't take like five hours to play type of thing, if that makes sense.
3: Totally. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we had some questions. Yeah. Do you have any questions um, about gameplay?
1: Yeah. I mean, we, I feel like we had like seven. So we played it, what, three times so far?
3: Yeah. I thought uh, four, but... Maybe three.
1: I think we only played it once without you. Okay. And you played it twice, right? Yeah. Okay. Um. So the first time, the first two times we got absolutely slaughtered, apparently <laughs> because we were missing rules. But here's uh, the thing, like I went through the rule, yeah. like I was like, okay, I'm going to comb this yeah. fucking rule book, right? <laughs> yeah. After the second game, because I was just like, I am frustrated mm-hmm. that we've gotten slaughtered twice, like totally yeah. slaughtered. And... I combed through it, and I only found things that made it harder Mm. that we had missed, not things that made it easier. Mm. And so I was, like, a little salty and frustrated right there, especially Mm. when we found out that y'all released a second edition and didn't change any of the gameplay. And so we tried, like, the third game. What did we – oh, so we were – well, we were waiting. We did Fluffy Kitten, sure, Mm -hmm. and that did actually make a big difference. But also, we –
3: Is it the sharing? We were
1: waiting. Well, we were waiting for a response, which we didn't. So maybe you can answer this now. Um, we, we weren't sure whether, so with the sharing of the cards, like, can you just share a card with anyone else at any time? Like, as long as they have room in their hand, like you, do you have to be on the same planet? Cause that's, we played with. We decided to just play the third game as though we could share any time with anyone without having to be on the same planet or anything. And we
3: also, you also started lower.
1: We on did. That game, we yeah. that was the fluffy kittens game or whatever. But and so that like, and maybe that was the incorrect incorrect way to do it. But then that made it like unsatisfyingly easy after like the first yeah. two games being like we got slaughtered. Then yeah, we just yeah. like beat it so easily, and I was like That, that was so fucking unsatisfying now because even though we yeah. won like it was too easy compared to mm-hmm. the other ones, and so yeah we just i guess we would like some rules clarification so like make sure that we're like doing it right because it sounds like you guys think about gameplay a lot so i'm like yeah. probably we're missing something uh yeah so
5: know, like, yeah yeah, the second edition, what we did and we released is we clarified rules that people often missed or um, overlooked that made the game uh, that makes it harder. And then we also upgraded a lot of the components. So we oh, um, rewrit portions of the rulebook. Um, we've added uh, rules reminder to the fascism scale. Um, And we've just also clarified certain areas, you know, and that's what happens when you release a first edition of a game, you find out how people read it in the real world and you go, oops, um, that was unclear. Um, And then you release a second edition and you make tweaks and you clarify things and you put important reminders on space on spots and, and all that kind of jazz. And then you also, if you can upgrade um, components and, and all that kind of stuff. And we, we did that. So, all the cards are a lot bigger now and and all that kind of stuff um in terms of uh, uh sharing of the cards yeah so actually that so we we clarify this on the and i encourage anyone who plays the game to check out the um the faq um the faq on the website so it says in the rulebook it says hey check out the faq here um and we clarify the sharing of the um you when it says the rule book and we clarified this in the opening uh in the in the second edition um, when it says you can share your cards, that just means you can like show each other your cards, so you cannot give them to each other. That just means like you can share your cards with each other. You can show each other what cards are in oh, your hand. Okay, so, oh, okay so, that,
3: so So, in other words, face up. Right, exactly. All the cards in the game are face up. So we up. were
1: doing that from the start. And the yeah. third game... So the third game we played, we basically all cheated, and Massive. that's why it was so easy. And we just
5: said, and anytime you need a card, here... Here's I'll just a give card. It to you, yeah, right. yeah. That would that would make a collect. Right, exactly. That no, would make a, right, right. a cool card. But
1: okay, so then, so but then that really takes away. Right. Well, yeah. So
5: we're back to where we
1: were, which is so this is incredibly incredibly hard. hard. This
3: seems yeah. like an incredibly hard game.
5: Yeah, it sounds like you guys are <laughs> I mean, missing something. We're not something. chickens here, Brian. No, We've got
3: a lot of gaming experience. We'll have yeah. you now. <laughs>
5: yeah, it sounds like you guys are missing something because um, I, if I hear this from people, it usually sounds like they are missing something. Because once people are playing the game right, they're like, "Oh yeah, that's pretty well balanced." Right. Um, so what are some I, common
3: I, things that people are missing, you think?
5: So, two of the biggest things is that um, reducing the amount of fascist dice you have to roll. Um, wondering if you guys are doing that. We
3: yeah, yeah we so- did. We we didn't. We missed that the first game. We fixed it the second game. And honestly, the second game was we lasted longer than the first. Right. Uh, To me, the biggest thing is we are not putting um, flags up quickly enough to counter the uh, ever-moving fascist scale.
5: Right. Yeah. It sounds, yeah, it sounds like something is definitely – you guys are definitely missing a rule then. I'm not – because in the game, the fascia, or the flags are supposed to come and go pretty quickly. So, I'm, I, you know, without seeing you guys playing it, I, I don't know what I can say. Um, well, you're just going to have to put one out here. <laughs> yeah. the, other, the other big rule is only drawing one galactic news card um, whenever you – if you roll multiple um, galactic news on a turn. Mm-hmm. um so if you roll like two a nine and a ten you still yeah. only have to w- draw one card at a time um so those are two big flags that we pulled out uh or two uh, i'm sorry two big rule reminders that we pulled out on um on the fascism scale itself um for the second edition that was sort of people missing most commonly the first time
2: mm-hmm.
5: um so yeah, I you know without seeing you guys playing, I don't know what triggers you might be missing or 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 what. Uh, but those usually are the two biggest things that people miss um, to begin with, because usually the the flags are supposed to come and go pretty pretty rapidly through a game.
3: Jason watches a lot of Fox News, so the rest of us don't have to. Um, okay. And, um, and just kudos to the Galactic News yeah. part. I think That's one of the coolest parts, or the you know okay. kind of. Uh, most terrifyingly coolest parts of the game. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I think also we found ourselves in the boat. There were no fascists to fight, but we were still having, which made us have to roll more dice. Right. Because we, you know, fought all the fascists off. And yet here's this fricking scale and we hadn't planted our uh, flags. We kept losing back on the flags. Is
3: there another way of reducing the number of dice besides the fascists that you eliminate? I don't think so, right?
5: No. Are you starting with fascists on the board? By the way, yes. Yeah. Interesting. I don't. I, yeah. Like I said, I can't really tell without seeing you guys play a game. Like oh, yeah. a specific questions, I don't know. Um, so yeah, well, that's God a little. Bit-
3: that's <laughs> why we. Why do you think we set up this interview? Well, we can we
5: can make it a video one if you want, but uh, yeah, I don't. Well, that's the don't, other thing. Yeah, we haven't, it, I don't think we've watched all the videos.
3: Yeah. And then so a it, lot it of, does. We do a lot of multimedia in terms of video instructions yeah. for the game.
5: Yeah, we we actually we're we're uh, for the second edition. We have we took the video down cuz we're making the a new one for the second edition um that like I said clarifies some of these things. Um so that might be helpful when that goes up, but yeah, I it, if you don't have fast just to remove from the board and you're having it sounds like there's some trigger or something being missed, but I just like I I, I don't know without looking, without seeing it. Um, so I'm sorry. We're going to keep looking and keep playing. Yeah. Yeah, okay. <laughs> uh,
3: what, uh, what do you have on deck uh, in terms of game design that, that you can share?
5: Yeah, sure. Great. Um, so, uh, Strike, uh, the game of Worker Rebellion, just came out. Um, and honestly, it's a. That sounds game that awesome. I think, yeah. yeah, it is good. It's actually, um, I mean, I love Space Cats. Space Cats will always have a special place in my heart. Um, but it's a game where, um, I think we, we actually did a robust, um, uh, uh, like we took space cats as the, as the base concept behind the game and then, or in terms of the gameplay. And then we sort of, um, did some rebuilding from scratch, no pun intended, um, that I thought, um, made some int- really interesting and intricate changes. So it's the same like concept and gameplay, but, um, also totally redone so it's really fun um, you play against this game this, this evil corporation called Happy Corp. Um, it's trying to take over your city um, and uh, you play as a bunch of uh, workers trying to organize a citywide strike to drive Happy Corp out of your city um, and every player uh, has unique like stats and abilities two different abilities um, yeah so I really like it that, that, that just came out this year um, and it's been so far a hit. Um, I'm, I'm really happy with how that's been received. And then right now we're working on a game called Sustainable City um, that is uh, sort of a game about climate solutions. And we're trying to get that game out next year.
3: Is that a little more complex?
5: Uh, I, I probably. So it'll, I don't know if you're familiar with like, work, uh, like gameplay terms. Um, so where that game is going to be a worker placement game, an engine building game. Um, so it's a game, uh, worker placement is like, if you're familiar with any of your listeners are familiar games like Lords of Waterdeep or Everdell or things like that. Um, we're trying to make it, um, not necessarily more complex to play, but be more the, the decisions more intricate. Mm -hmm. Um, and so uh, engine building is this concept of like, when you do something a lot, you get, and if you invest in it, you get better and better at it. And that sort of was something that we thought would be important with this idea of, um, fighting, um, climate change and building a, you know, uh, regenerative city. Um, and so the idea is, you know, if you're, um, uh, you're, you're putting a lot of efforts into renewable energy, you're getting more and more, better and better at producing that as the game goes on and that kind of stuff. So, um, we do like, we do really always try to make sure our games, um, like, we don't build overly crunchy, complex games. Um, you know, we have a we kind of have a Venn diagram of interests of people who are into activism and people into, who are into games. And sometimes the people who are into activism haven't always spent a lot of time playing games, so we don't want to make ones that are, like, they're never going to understand. So we do try to keep our games, like, simple to learn, but we're trying to build out more and more intricate to play ones. So, yeah, sustain, Sustainable City, we do want to keep it um, you know, reasonable to learn while also um, um, making the gameplay like fun and and rewarding, so that you can play over and over again, type of thing. And be like, yo, I, this turn, this this game, I'm really going to focus on, um, you know, um, building a new economy around uh, around sustainability and that kind of stuff. Or this, I'm working on um, renewable energy, or I'm combining the two, that type of thing. Sweet. Yeah, uh,
3: that's great. Um, I guess last thing that uh, you can do for us, and we can do for you, is sure. uh, have you uh, give us some links and places where people can go. Yeah, um, to support the collective and to buy the games and to learn more, uh, about what you do.
5: Well, thanks so much. Yeah. I mean, also, you know, if anyone listening just wants to Google space cats fight fascism, we're pretty much the only thing that comes up for that. So that's a pretty easy way to find us. Uh, but, um, if you want to buy our games, uh, our, our, um, think about working with us to build custom stuff for you. Our website is Tessa collective.com. So that's T E S a collective.com. Again, that's, T-E-S-A collective.com sort of like um, you know the name Tessa but with only one S and uh, yeah you know you can sign up for newsletter uh, get update you know behind the scenes updates about our games as we build them follow us on social media uh, we share updates and also just random um social justice posts and stuff um all that kind of jazz so um all of our links are on tessacollective.com and again just uh, if you want to find our games in general or just uh uh uh, specifically find space cats fight fascism just got to google that and we will probably be the only thing that shows up
2: thank you very much um i look at this uh just my final thought on this is uh, the U.S. military uses gaming all the time to try and recruit mm-hmm. people and to change their mindset about conflict. Uh, I look at this hmm. game as well as this the, the game I Strike. I look forward to playing that game yeah. as a, sort of a, a, a counter to yeah. that type of uh, approach in our society. That you know capitalism will take your revolution and feed it back to you. So <laughs> I or sell it back to you. So yeah. I appreciate that this is kind of like it's it's a culture jam but it, it's it's not necessarily that it's it's showing that there are different ways besides just blowing shit up to accomplish
1: <laughs> and to enjoy mm-hmm. gaming
2: yeah, yeah. And to enjoy gaming without having to blow shit up
3: right right I definitely felt this sense this combination of like this is really fun this is funny we're laughing a lot and there's actually some lessons that we're
5: drawing from this that's awesome that are helping us in the real world. That's, that's basically all we can ask for, so that's awesome. I'm glad to hear that.
3: Great, well, we've been talking to Brian Van Slyke, Tessa Collective, uh, about space cats fight fascism. And uh, uh, Brian, let's have you uh, uh,
5: come back and visit us again real soon. Absolutely, thank you all so much. It was really great to hear your thoughts.
3: Eight
5: and nine. No, that's
2: a six.
3: Oh, is that? Yes yeah. it has the dot. Yeah, on it's the got top. the dot. Okay, got the so dot on the bottom. Six is Fishbowl. okay. Fishbowl is in trouble. There are three fascist units on Fishbowl, um, and then and then eight is Hot Rock, um, and I don't have to draw a Galactic News card, and so I guess I'm done. <clears throat>
1: How do All we know right. whether you have to draw
3: a galactic news card? If, if you roll, if you land 12. 12. on, if 10, 11, you 12. roll any oh, of the okay. fascist planets. Species. Oh, nine through 12. 12 are fascist planets. 12. And if you do that, then you get the. Oh, it's nine
4: through 12. I just thought it was 10, 11, yeah. 12. Be yep. All
3: right. Okay, so
4: Pepper's unique ability is a medic. So when I use a heal effect, I may remove an extra scratch from any cow on my planet. So I assume a heal effect is one of the resist cards that I can play.
3: No, it would be a scratch, right? No, or I, only, I just,
4: for I... instance, take a nap in the sun that I've lost. Like there's a heal card. Yeah, so if I played a card that like one. that, I could take us an extra scratch off any other cat on my planet, right. which I assume includes myself. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Um. So not on your planet. Any cat it doesn't have to be on your planet. Oh, for. The planet that I'm currently on.
2: If it says that... what oh, does it say that the cat has to be on the same planet If it
3: says your current planet, oh, then that yeah, means yeah. the planet that you're inhabiting. Yeah. Exactly.
4: Okay. okay, so I have two fascists on my planet, and on two adjacent planets, there are two fascists. I have a plus two liberation card, and I have a teleport card. I was thinking I could use two of my movements to destroy the fascists on my planet. Then if I moved... Through conventional mode ways, I wouldn't be able to remove the fascists on that planet as well. If I use the teleport to go to one of them, I would be able to use the plus two the same turn, right? Yeah. Okay. I think Does I'll do that. that sound so, right
3: to everybody. Mm-hmm. My
4: first movement and my second movement are removing the fascists from the litter box. And
3: Liberate the litter, <laughs> litter box. Liberation <sighs>
2: Nothing like have a quite sure. Do you think it's more
4: strategic to right. go to space vet or Hot Rock, they're both tail planets, so I can use my tail liberation card. If I moved down to Hot Rock, that would be two actions, and then I can play the minus two fascists card and just get rid of them all at once.
3: Mm-hmm. Mm.
4: Wait, so you restocked. hmm Move. Oh re- yeah. restock is one yeah, of no, them, so, so I wouldn't. Yeah, okay. yeah. So I would have to wait till next turn. I think the
2: most beneficial thing you could do would be to heal yourself and then and heal do the somebody else.
1: Oh, but don't we have to be on the same planet as him? Or you get a liberation token, yeah. Don't Uh we have to be on the same planet as him for that special ability to work though? No, it does. Yeah, it does. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Same planet, okay. Yeah,
4: yeah. But, yeah, you could liberate and then move a planet. Mm
1: Mm-hmm.
4: Okay, yeah, I'm going to put one liberation on space vet And then move one over onto laser light. And that's it. Roll your fascist dice.
3: Mm-hmm. Nine, nine and four. So one... Draw a galactic news card. News. Token goes on four on Frostnip. And one on nine. And...
1: Oh, and you take a scratch, right? Or somebody take. Who takes a... I do. A scratch.
4: Okay. Breaking. The Rat Pack found me. You must take two scratches or discard your hand and return to home
1: planet. Mm. What's your home planet? That might be advantageous. Oh, okay. I mean, that wouldn't be terrible because then you could go and help on Hot Rock. But, uh, not quite yet. I'll, I'll let it go. It's, it's, it won't yet.
4: Yeah. yeah, okay. Like I do to let it get really cold. Your frozen I don't. It doesn't have
1: hands. to be frozen. I just like it cold and sure. it takes too long in the fridge to get cold. Right. What is so, that? So did pepper, you? I put it in freezer.
3: You discarded yeah. your hand and returned... To your planet instead of taking two scratches. Okay. Alrighty. Yeah. Alright. Right. Well, mm. there we go. Let's see. Um,
2: I'm going to heal one. Discard pion. And that's one of my moves. Okay. And then
3: I am going to <clears throat> shoot. Shoot. For you. I don't believe that shooting is an option. No, it's not. Um, I mean,
1: you could fight fascism and then teleport to right to somewhere that really needs. Right. I'm going to oh.
2: restock and get an automatic re fight fascism. Oh, nice. So, and then oh, I'll right have on. then I'll have one move left where yeah, I can so go to either of the planets next to me or. Wow. Maybe get a liberation. So I'm going to restock. Draw three cards. Free cat toys for all. Yeah. Absolutely. And that removes a fascism token. Uh, Can you take a
1: picture of me with a weird t shirt on my head?
3: Yeah, I do have a couple of heal cards. You'll be all right. I will cuddle in solidarity with myself, (laughs) which I often do, (laughs) euphemistically speaking.
2: (laughs) I mean, we could do, we have to fight the fascists You could fight fascism and then give it two liberation tokens. Oh,
1: right, right. Okay. Because you can't use them until after there's no fascists left.
2: Right. Got it. Uh, To fight fascism first and then you get to be liberated.
1: Right. Okay, so fight fascism, heal, and then do one.
2: Okay. All right.
1: And you're going to liberate. Heal two. Wait, you got to read the card because they're funny.
2: Organized community care. You never have to be scared of the pet again.
1: <laughs> Yay.
2: So you heal too? Yep. Fantastic. And then...
1: Break out in prison, cats. I can has freedom. Oh.
3: Perfect. Sorry.
1: Woohoo. Yay!
3: All right, Freedom is spreading across the your, land! Roll your fascist dice. Does yep. really, really make that thing go down? Four, four and seven. seven. So, four uh, is oh,
2: Frostnip. What is up with Frostnip? I mean, the it's fascists. trench
3: warfare. It is.
2: It's, I am fighting trench warfare. trench warfare and, uh, uh, Just on Frostnip. So, how
1: do we win?
3: Uh, you win four, four, yeah, for all flags. four liberation
1: oh, right. okay. flags. Okay. Are on the
3: board and you've got to have four even if there's... liberation tokens right, right. in order to have a liberation flag.
1: Can there be fascist flags on at the same time? Not guy?
3: on the same planet. planet
1: right, right, right. Yeah. Okay, but we could still win even yeah. if there was so we could just like abandon Fishbowl. Right. That seems pretty well, shitty though.
3: <laughs> well, I assume that you liberate and then you clean up. Yes. Right? <laughs> right. That's what right, the Soviets did right. in World War Two. They liberated and then they cleaned up the Nazis fucked around and then found fell. out. i right. tell you fascists, you may be surprised. People of this world are getting organized. You're bound to lose.
0: Your support on Patreon.com slash Solidarity House ensures that we can deliver this content to the public for free.
3: Race hatred cannot stop us. Past battles tell us so. Where border camps and racist cops and greed have got to go, you're bound to lose. You fascists are bound to lose. All you fascists bound to lose, said all you fascists bound to lose. All you fascists bound to lose, goodbye. You're bound to lose. Workers of every color, fighting side by side Organizing everywhere while racists run and hide You're bound to lose Fascists are bound to lose I'm going into battle, I've got my union gun We'll fight for solidarity, we'll see the battle won. you're bound to lose are bound to lose All you fascists bound to lose I said all you fascists bound to lose All you fascists bound to lose So long You're bound to lose